1: What's up guys and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, we're back for a new week. It's Monday, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, we got some, uh, we got a new uh, full moon roulette this week. So we're going to be doing our pick from last week that we spun for. And we have a new toy, new fun little BTV toy. We got a... Horror. So, we'll be uh, spinning that at the end of our full moon roulette, but we'll also be doing our, you know, horse dancing there oh, and uh, all the fun stuff that we can do. How you been? Good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Anything fun, interesting, new? No. No bodies? No. No bodies? No bodies, <laughs> no
0: problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Hopefully soon. It'll be cool. Dead stuff.
1: Dead stuff? Dead stuff. <laughs> you haven't, like, gone out and just, like, killed animals for no reason?
0: I don't do that, Alex. Okay. <laughs> Will be people over yeah. animals.
1: <laughs> have you watched Ozark yet? Not yet. No, okay.
0: It's in my it's in my list.
1: Yeah, that's what we all say.
0: I don't know, <laughs> I have a lot of shit in my list. Like, yeah, me too. Me. I'm really sure there's
1: crap movies
0: scheduled times.
1: Yeah, dude. I don't even really. It's it's like when we watch movies. Those are the movies I really take the time out for because it's not just like watching a movie. It's like watching a movie and then cyber stalking everybody basically to pretty much figure out everything. And but no. Yeah. So it's like I don't really get to watch any of the movies that I normally would want to watch. So it's like I like go, oh, we watch Rucker Hauer. Right. So now I want to watch like Deadlock, Wedlock. I want to watch like everybody's like talking about this other movie that he did that they brought up and I'm like, "Oh shit, like I want to watch that shit too." Mm-hmm. So now I got to figure out time when I can do that, but there isn't any just like you.
0: There isn't any. <laughs>
1: There's no time. There's no time. There's no fucking time. I
0: sacrifice sleep. Yeah. It's a lot.
1: But it it's a good thing that we're going to be doing this Thursday um and and coincidentally enough, we picked two movies that we're going to be talking about. We don't really know the name of it yet. Um but we'll figure it out. But we're going to be talking about In the Mouth of Madness. And Britney's favorite, Event Horizon. Booyah. So, two movies with Sam Neill. What in the Sam Neill is going on what in here? The
0: Sam Neill Hill.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll call it that. What in the Sam Neill?
0: <laughs> That's pretty great, actually. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <look> <laughs> what in the Sam Hill <laughs> is going on around here?
0: He's our common denominator for both movies. So. Uh, uh,
1: he's so great. I don't know. I really liked him both of these movies. He's really good in everything I've seen him in. I don't know. I haven't seen everything he's done. But...
0: I haven't seen everything he's done either. But
1: but yeah, guys, we'll be watching that on Thursday. So you're going to want to stick around this week for Thursday's episode where we do our flesh and potatoes. Um, but yeah, we got... Uh, I think it might be that time, Brittany. Is it that time? Oh, shit. Right
0: now? Right now, right now? I'm ready.
1: Wait, Are you ready? Wait, wait, wait. Hold the phone. We forgot the Book.
0: God, fucking, we did this last time. Ah. God, you're gonna does it wake you up? You're gonna make me do Italian shots, and then we're gonna do. Hey, (laughs) I Speak Italian. I got a mustache. Hey. Hey, so. Yeah. I just sound like Fonzie, so it's, hey, hey. mustache, you a question, Honestly,
1: eh? with everything that's going on, and I won't bring up details, but this past week has been fucking insane, mm-hmm. like, everywhere.
0: It's mercury retrograde. Dude, like. At least that's what my coworker tells me.
1: Cheers, cheers. to a better fucking week.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Bop and the boopy.
1: Hey, bop and the boopy.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what it feels like. Pretty much. I almost made myself throw up just by pretending. Uh, Now that we've gotten that shot out of the the way.
0: (laughs) Is it out of the way? I
1: think it might be that time, Brittany. Fuck you. (laughs) Horse shot! All right, guys, so we are back for the horror shots today in the uh, pregame for Thursday's episode, as always. Now, hang around, because you're going to get fucking wasted with us. So last week, we didn't get anybody that actually did the shot with us, but we're still going to tell you just this amazing shot that we came up with for Thursday's episode. As we already mentioned, we're going to be doing In the Mouth of Madness and Event Horizon, both Sam Neill movies. So we figured uh, these movies kind of break through dimensions and different worlds. So they kind of there's like some sort of rift that they pass through, and there's like a meta thing in the in the mouth of madness. So we were like, we should do something where it's like a, a shot within a shot.
0: Yeah, because it's like a, a dream within a dream within a dream, or a reality right. within. Is it a reality? So of Perfect. course it's, it fits well to do a shot within a shot. Right within a shot.
1: So what if we just call it? Liberate, tutume, ex inferis.
0: Save yourself from hell. Yes. Yes.
1: Let's do this, motherfuckers. Yeah! So So it's like life in a layer of hell, also in the mouth of madness, two layers. You'll figure it out. Perfect. So guys, if you want to make this shot, it's really fucking simple. Well, it's not exactly simple.
0: <laughs> is it though?
1: Is it? Is though? it though? Alright, so what I got here is a can of Genos.
0: Ganas <laughs> <Genos. laughs> So are we gonna try and say everything Latin?
1: <laughs> so you
0: sure it wouldn't be Guinness? <laughs> Guinness.
1: Guinness. Ex furnace, infernus. Ex
0: furnace and a Guinness. All
1: right, so mm-hmm. we're filling up a cup to about halfway with Guinness. Okay. Now this is a Boilermaker maker hybrid. bomb. Shitstick.
0: Fucking shenanigans. Yeah.
1: You take your Guinness, drought, or stout pretty much, and pour that into two cups, halfway. Then we're going to take Captain Morgan's Spiced Original Rum. We're going to take one full shot and pour it in like a boilermaker into the Guinness, okay, for each of the drinks.
0: Just FYM, fuck your mother. This is a- Hey, we're going to hell, dude. This is not a shot. This is a drink.
1: On the side. Now, here's the extra little uh, Hey, bad idea. A,
0: let me ask you a question. What? Do you read Sutter Cane?
1: Yes. I drink it. Oh no, <laughs> I drink Sutter, Sutter Home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, actually, so we got some Sutter Home Merlot. We're reaching on this one, guys. But uh, I, yeah, I just, I, I had to put something in there that said Sutter.
0: He literally was in the store and was like, "Hey, should we get some Sutter Home?" <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you drink Sutter? Home? Do you drink
0: Sutter Home? And I'm like, "Oh my God, just buy it."
1: <laughs> so we're gonna take some Sutter Home Merlot, and we're just gonna do a little little dab mm. in each. And that's kind of like red like blood or whatever you want to call it. But it's, do you read Sutter Kane from In the Mouth of Madness, which is one of the famous quotes. Now we also have Jameson.
0: Oh, fuck. I forgot.
1: Irish whiskey. Whiskey. We're going to pour these. We're going to pour a full shot into two glass shot glasses. Okay. Now we're going to take these shots. We already have our Boilermaker just sitting here waiting for us. Sweet Jesus.
0: I'm so glad we're not filming this
1: one. No, you take this. Now, we're not going to drop this in until we say Liberate Tutume Ex Ex Inferis. You ready? Mm -hmm. Liberate Tutume Ex Inferis. Drop it. Oh, God. Uh, It's not too bad. I finished it.
0: <coughs> I can't open my throat as wide as you.
1: Well, I'm pretty good at sucking dick. So am I. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey. Like, literally, I don't know. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> this actually is pretty good. It's not bad. I mean, I can taste a little bit of Merlot kick in there. That's the Sutter cane. The
0: Sutter cane was a bad, bad touch.
1: Yeah, a little Sutter home. Ugh. It's not too bad. It's really not I don't hate it it's not horrible it's not great, but yeah guys so if you wanna if you want to figure out how to take this shot or if you actually want to do a video and take a shot of this where the boilermaker slash car bomb of liberate Tutame x and ferris. ferris and we'll we'll put it on there so that you can say it
0: I feel like this is um probably the most uh daring shot
1: we've done yet we've done just yet. me and you yeah but we that's what that's what we do here. We do. Sometimes, so we test
0: the levels of our alcoholism, right? For you, the people. So it, you're welcome.
1: But yeah, guys, if you want to check that out, you can go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our horror shots, uh, horror, horror shots, shots. <laughs> horror <laughs> shot section right now. Right now, yeah, do it. Do Everybody's it. doing it, kid. Your first one's free, <laughs> free <But> ninety nine. That, <laughs> but that's it for drug. I mean, that's it for horror shots. <laughs>
0: horror shots
1: (laughs) oh my god Brittany do you see that over there (laughs) over where that fucking brontosaurus right there
0: I see it oh Oh my my fucking god God, it's the the fucking news news. holy (laughs) shit
1: what the fuck it's the fucking news here is the fucking news All right, guys, we're back for the news, and we did it Sam Neal-style, straight from Jurassic Park's asshole. Mm-hmm. So be proud, be thankful, because that's what we do. <laughs> Brittany was scared to do it again because we'd done it before, but fuck yeah,
0: It was much better this time. I think so. Much yeah. more appropriate. Well, yeah, because
1: I actually sang the words right this time.
0: You did. You absolutely did. You were did. right the first time. I, was. I I did it wrong. I've watched that clip like eight million fucking times, let me tell you, so I'm like... Mm. <laughs>
1: But we got some pretty cool fucking news this week. I'm going to try to go through it the best I can. I think we have like five or six little fucking things that we could talk about this week. First of all, apparently The Simpsons' latest Halloween episode, it's a special, of course, gets the most awesome horror legend to cameo. Mm. And it's going to make your head spin. Can
0: I guess? Can I guess? I mean, when you say head
1: spin, like, it's pretty pretty good giveaway. Go ahead.
0: What are you talking about? Wait, wait. Wait, when we said Headspin, now it makes me think Exorcist.
1: Well, they're doing their old school, you know, annual Treehouse of Horror special this year.
0: But is it, is it, am I, are we going like Exorcist Linda Blair? I think so, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy balls!
1: Well, for 27 years now, Simpson has paid tribute to the classic themes and films of the horror genre, and this year's Treehouse of Horror happens to be the coolest homage yet. So they say on Digitalspy.com. According to the TV line, the Exorcist director, William Friedkin, is lending his voice to Treehouse of Horror as a mysterious doctor called Kenneth Humphreys in a chapter called Mmm... Homer. Mm. (laughs) Dr. Humphreys will arrive in Springfield as Homer starts eating himself when he runs out of food while Marge and the kids are out of town. Can he cure Homer's appetite or does he have something up his sleeve?
0: Ah, it's so excellent.
1: (laughs) Says here in another episode or another fun nod to The Exorcist, the TV spin offs Ben Daniels will also cameo in the separate chapter <laughs> called Exorcist, as in sister. Suddenly, we're really worried for Maggie and Lisa. Mm. So be on the lookout for that. Halloween special this year, Sunday, October 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
0: I can read good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it's on Sky 1. Airs the show in the UK, too, for you UK friends. The
0: fucking Simpsons, like, like, their Treehouse of Horror episodes are always fucking, like,
1: incredible so i don't
0: don't even care they always crack me the fuck up
1: the one that i always remember and i think is probably one of my favorite ones is the fog that or the the mist or the the fog that turns people inside out
0: yes i love that one
1: and then i think it has the same it's the same one where he shoots ned flanders when it was a zombie holocaust and like he he was like oh he was a zombie
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit (laughs) yeah that's why i shot him (laughs) you know
1: when i was growing up like I remember my parents and I watching that show. And it was kind of taboo a little bit like because they did some stuff. And it's crazy now because we got like Family Guy and now we got Rick and Morty. And it's like it's just amped up the fucking craziness. And fucking Rick and Morty is probably one of the best cartoon shows. Pickle Rick.
0: Pickle Rick. Dude, Pickle Rick was
1: fucking phenomenal. I
0: can't, dude. Like I my my obsession with that show is out of this fucking world. I
1: don't know if you don't like this show. Like, just keep in mind, like, I understand that. Like, Christina feels like it's a little too ADD for her. I'm like, baby, it's not. It's, like, really intelligent, like, in ways that no other show I've ever seen is intelligent. Like, in how they think about these things. It's, like, really, it's pop culture, but it's, like, sub-pop culture mixed with, like, I don't know. It's just really great. And so, (laughs) But it's interesting to know that it's gone from the Simpsons. The Simpsons started it all. Absolutely. First of all. Like, they started it all. And then at, now we're at Rick and Morty pretty much, which is like the edgiest cartoon comedy out there. Um, since Metalocalypse. Well, yes. those are pretty edgy too. And then there's like, what is it? Pickles the dog.
0: I love pickles. Oh, Christina Jesus. hates that Are show. you serious? It's fantastic. She hates
1: it because it's like too fast.
0: It is very fast. But I love it because it's a perfect combination of like all of the kids. No, it's not kids. It's more adult themed Okay. cartoons that I always liked as a kid mixed with Metalocalypse. Sure. And it's all put together in one fucking crazy like hodgepodge of shenanigans. It's super and I fast. I love it. I
1: agree it's super fast. I can kind of follow along probably because I'm ADD. Oh, I can I follow don't.
0: along. I'm not ADD, but I can follow along all day. <laughs> I love Mr. Pickles.
1: I don't mind it. I, I, I actually watched a little bit basically if, Vash if you're listening, motherfucker. <laughs> also, in some of the news here, Rob Zombie is going to be hosting 13 Nights of Halloween on HDNet Movies. It's uh it's exclusive here, uh, for Entertainment Weekly. But uh, the director is going to introduce the Blob and the Last House on the Left, among other movies. The
0: original or the remake?
1: I don't know. It says here how much does Rob Zombie know about movies? Mm, a terrifying amount. A terrifying amount. Yeah, that's what they say. I, I feel
0: like you might go to the original then.
1: It says that they he uh, you'll discover this in October. By the way, guys, October is going to be one of the busiest months in horror that this year or the past three years has ever been.
0: Oh, for sure. We've
1: got... Well, first, I mean, the It thing is coming out in September, but in October, we got Death Note. We got Stranger Things. There's like two or three other movies that are coming out around that time. So many different fucking amazing horror things are going to be coming out, but this is one of them. Rob Zombie's 13 Nights of Halloween. Oh, I'm So so excited
0: for this. Let me tell you. My fucking lady boner for Rob Zombie is like 18 fucking miles long. I, I wonder, can't even tell you. And I
1: bet you there's a, a man that we know that's probably got a man boner. Mm-hmm. What up, Billy? What's up, hell, Billy? Hell,
0: Billy. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I'm so stoked. I can't, I can't wait.
1: It says here that on each of the 13 nights leading up to Halloween, Zombie was going to introduce and share his thoughts on the horror films airing during the event. Those movies will include 1958's Creature Feature, The Blob, Wes Craven's notorious 1972 Shocker, The Last House on the Left, ah! <laughs> 2009's Renee Zellweger's Starring Case 39, which is actually a pretty good movie, yeah. and 2012's The Devil Inside. The full list of films will be revealed at a later date, but those are just a few of them. Rob Zombie's 13 Nights of Halloween premieres October 19th and will run until Halloween itself, October 35th.
0: I'm ready. First,
1: fifth. First, first. Thirty fifth. Thirty fifth. Thirty fifth. Because fist. I'm raising a fist because hell yeah whore. Hell yeah whore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in some of my not least favorite news, but um, some people are you know I make fun of the movie The Witch a lot. You do. Um, it's just one of those things. I don't hate the director. I think he's a great director. But the director of The Witch and the actress of The Witch. May reteam for a new reboot of Nosferatu.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. It does like his style is very, very much influenced by some of that, like very slow pacing. Absolutely. So no, I,
0: I, I agree. I agree with your point on that. I just, I still,
1: I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. But if you're a fan of Robert Eggers and star Anya Taylor Joy. They're the big ones right now because of their movie *The Witch*. She was also in *Morgan* mm-hmm. and some other movie, and I can't think of it right off the top of my head. But so she may reteam to breathe a fresh new life into another story of Nosferatu. And I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'm personally not like partial to the 1922 German film.
0: Leave it alone. I'm fine,
1: like, with people redoing it. It's been since 1922. We're literally almost 100 years away.
0: I know. I just, I I, I wish they, like, stuff like that, I kind of feel like they should just leave it fucking be. Maybe. It's been so fucking long since it's been touched. It is a classic. If it's done right, it'll be done well and it'll come across well and it'll be well received. Well, so we'll see what happens because the witch wasn't so necessarily well received as people thought it was going to be.
1: Well, Stephen King had a huge man boner for it.
0: I liked it personally. Did I did. And my and and Mouse loved it too and I had a lot of ish, I took some issues with it. I took some criticism with it and but I I, mean, I don't know. I still I still liked it.
1: My comparison that I always make now which is the perfect description of how I felt, not necessarily what other people feel, just my personal opinion, is my parents were like, do you want to go to Disneyland? I bet you want to go to Disneyland. Do you want to go to Disneyland? They were like, we're going to go to fucking Disneyland right fucking now. And we got in the car and we all raced in there. We packed our sandwiches and egg salad sandwiches. We had our coffee and we even had some fucking fizzy pops or whatever the fuck (laughs) it was. And we drove for like 20 minutes and I was like, holy shit, we're almost at fucking Disneyland. And they were like, all right, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Uncover your eyes. And it's a dirty, rusty swing in the middle of a fucking park. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck Disneyland.
0: That's a pretty good analogy. <laughs> it's
1: pretty good. That's what I feel like. I feel like it was a great buildup, but there was no payoff. I felt oh, like yeah. someone was jerking me off for so long <laughs> that I wasn't able to come. Like, it was like, I got bored with my erection.
0: I get. I felt that the first time I watched it. Right. And then I went back and I I, I watched it with a little bit less of like... Pretentious. Pretentiousness. <laughs>
1: what are you trying to say, Brittany?
0: Um Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say.
1: I I, I, I don't
0: know, I, I felt like I let my brain like feel like feel it out a little bit slower.
1: In all fairness, I haven't watched it a second time because I was Watch so upset with time. it. I'll give it a shot when I got like four hours of time to like load a gun <laughs> <laughs> and blow my brains out. <laughs>
0: Not that fucking bad. Yeah, I don't know. Give it a second shot. Get yourself a nice a nice drink before you watch it. Well, Give it another chance. It's it's not as terrible as you portray it to be. <laughs> Trust me, it's not.
1: Well, and if you guys do remember Nosferatu was remade back in 1979 by Werner Herzog, and then there was the subject of the 2000 film Shadow of the Vampire with uh, William Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. and um, Eggers has been attached to this project since two thousand fifteen and he's always wanted Taylor Joy to join the, as you know, as the star. Which makes sense. I mean, she was a really good actor. She was very dedicated. But she became very busy after The Witch because of the success of it. So she started she starred in Emni Shyamalan's Split, where she was like the captured girl. Mm-hmm. And then she's actually currently shooting, I should say in the x men's film New Mutants, and will reprise her split role in the movie Glass, which is the sequel to Unbreakable, which splits kind of like somewhere in between hmm, so
0: I mean I'm intrigued
1: I am too I'm um, I'll give it a shot, yep, I'm not uh jerking myself off about it, but you know whatever
0: we'll give it a valiant horror shot, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and speaking of um the what was the um, convention we went to? Mad Monster. Mad Monster. We went and none other than the lead actor in Gremlins, Zach Galligan. Yes. He goodness. was actually Fuck. there and I actually asked him what his his thoughts are on the third movie in the franchise and I was like, I've seen you talk about it online on Twitter and he was like, Really? <laughs> have I and i was like well here's my card if you would we do a sh- we do a, a segment called grave plots and if you'd ever like to sit down with us and like make up the fucking plot for gremlins 3 oh,
0: i was so tits
1: i would be like honored and he was like he was like oh you're going to pitch me right now kind of attitude and i was like fuck god damn it i was trying to be his super she cool do it <laughs> maybe he was Some he was
0: bouncing around he like... was
1: still really nice though
0: oh no for sure
1: um, but Gremlins three apparently, guys, already has a twisted and dark screenplay in the works. It's already been done, and for many of us who grew up in the eighties, obviously Gremlins is one of the biggest movies that we knew as a child. You know, it's one. Of, it was actually kind of scary for me when I grew up. A lot of people have had a huge, you know, fondness for the the first two movies, and the second Gremlins two, the new batch. It had a lot of fans kind of on the fence on that movie. But personally, I think it's an amazing movie. I thought it was super creative. I loved the movie still. And while speaking to Slash Film, the original film screenwriter Chris Columbus revealed that he's actually written a script for a third movie in the Gremlin series, one that is said to be more in line with the original Joe Dante's movie from 1984 than with Zanier's sequel. Mm Mm-hmm. It's uh, that's what they call it. Columbus described the new screenplay as a twisted and dark as anything stated. He wanted to go back to the really twisted sensibility of the first film. So and when I talked to Zach Galligan, he was saying that the second film, it was up in the air whether they were going to do it in New York City or Las Vegas. So I'm kind of curious if they because it would make sense to me if they went to Vegas. Right. It totally would. New York was cool, but Vegas like that's a fucking Gremlins fucking playground right there, is it not?
0: It's everybody's playground.
1: <laughs> the real question is though, is Warner Brothers really that invested in making a third Gremlins film as opposed to making a reboot that just cashes in on the name? Mm. Personally, what do you guys think? What do you think? Do you think it's uh it's better to do a sequel or a reboot? Like I don't want to like discredit anybody.
0: I don't know. I feel like I feel like going for the sequel is probably a little bit better
1: i think so too in
0: my opinion um than going for a reboot because everybody tries to reboot everything and then they fuck everything up along the way and they completely disinterest all the fans that have been there from the beginning and and they always fuck shit up they always fuck shit up so i don't i don't know i i feel like a sequel is a better route to go
1: i think so too i think if they do a sequel and they do a lot of practical effects which is important for the gremlins franchise Yes. yes Don't do fucking CGI guys. Don't. Like Aww. I understand in the new batch the second gremlins they had to do the like fucking uh electric bolt fucking gremlin. Mhm. That's fine, but stick to practical effects. I'm so over the If you're overuse. listening now please do fucking practical effects you fucking morons, mm-hmm. okay?
0: Everybody's fucking over the overuse of CGI move on I, it's
1: like we get it it looks fake we don't give a fuck we
0: don't care like <laughs> fuck man
1: what do you guys think though sound off in the comments if you got an opinion about this also Don Mancini apparently is has an idea for a crossover for Child's Play and a Nightmare on Elm Street crossover? idea yeah well,
0: tell me more.
1: I think it's interesting. <laughs> Child's play director and writer, Don Mancini has recently guested on a recent episode of the horror podcast called Necronomicast.
0: Excellent. And he brought a
1: really good so name. Good. I haven't listened to them actually. But he brought up a rather interesting idea on how the series could cross over into the world of Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street I and mean, he posted He says, quote, my idea for the movie is to do it a horror version of the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. It's called Child's Play on Elm Street. Chucky ends up in the bedroom of a house on Elm Street and Freddy meets him there. And they're like fans of each other. So they have this rapport. But then they realize Elm Street isn't big enough for the two of them. It can only contain one killer. But Mancini's latest film, Cult of Chucky, which is to be coming out here in October. Mm. Yeah, it's an October film, right?
0: I believe you're correct.
1: I'm pretty sure August September. It's either September or October, but Chucky will have be having its world premiere. It says on the channels, on horror channels, 2017 Fright Fest in London. The film stars Fiona Doroff, Alex Vincent, but it's coming straight to DVD. But what do you guys think about that? Would you be interested in that kind of story about that or
0: no? I don't Me know. personally no. It sounds cheesy as fuck, and I'm not. I mean, I I I might watch it just to watch it. Right. But am I like super fucking psyched and pumped about it? Absolutely not.
1: Well, you know, I went to go see the Monster Squad 30th anniversary mm-hmm. and I got to see the characters, Rudy, Sean and Phoebe, mm-hmm. who's the little girl. And they were amazing. I had a little a lot of fun. Uh, they did a Q&A. They give away a free poster with all their signatures on it. They even did free photo ops, free signatures of everything at the Alamo Draft House. So if you guys can find that out there, you should. But I've always felt Like, there should be a sequel to The Monster Squad. And I feel like if you're going to do The Monster Squad, they did the Universal Monsters thing first. Wouldn't it be cool if they did more modern monsters like Freddy, Jason? I mean, they probably could... The modern slashers. Yeah, they could probably get away with Freddy and Jason because New Line owns them. Easily. But I don't know about Michael Myers and maybe Ash. Like, can you imagine if they all were in that movie? At least Freddy, Jason versus Ash, and it would be like a... Monster Squad versus them. What
0: about Leatherface?
1: I think it would be amazing because... What are we, why
0: are we forgetting Leatherface? Because he's one of the original slashers back from that fucking age.
1: True, but I'm just thinking logistically because of New Line owns the two big franchises. Okay, I see what you're saying. See what I mean? Yeah. So they they may be able to do some sort of like offshoot of it, but they wouldn't be able to call him Leatherface. Do you see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: And uh, after meeting Andre Goyer or I think this is his name, the Sean Boyer? character from, no, it's just Goyer, Boyer. from all right, trying to be all from the Monster Squad. He's really funny. Rudy, who plays the cool kid in Monster Squad, who smokes the cigarettes and makes the kid eat the handy bar that picks on Horace. That guy is really fucking cool. They have a podcast together, guys. So if you're ever interested, I'm trying to plug them a little bit because I actually did give them a listen. I really enjoyed it. They're called the Squad. It's called Squadcast with Andre And Ryan. I love it. Or Ryan and Andre. It's cute. That's what it's called.
0: Super cute. But
1: you can find that pretty much anywhere. But anyway, I just thought it'd be really interesting to think about that. Monster Squad doing an updated version.
0: That would be cool as fuck. You're they need wrong. to be
1: older. I think it would be funny to play on their older selves. You know what I mean? A little bit. Although the the character who played Horace uh, apparently did pass away. They talked about that in the Q&A. Uh, he died at age 22 in like 1997. Oh, fuck. From like a heart problem or something like that. They were really upset about it when they were talking about it. So, uh, Last bit of news, though, I'm going to go ahead and bring up. It's the third Jeepers <laughs> Creepers Touch Your Little Kids Creepers oh. opening in theaters next month. Um, Bloody Disgusting reported this. They got word on it.
0: <laughs> it's child diddler hour. Yeah, child
1: diddlehead. Diddlehead. <laughs> anyway... If you guys already know, there's been a lot of like issues in the past about Jeepers Creepers. And guys, trust me, I love Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2.
0: They're so fun. They
1: are really great. But there's just that little voice in the back of my head while I'm watching it. I'm like, diddle.
0: Diddle. 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 <laughs> yeah, I just
1: keep hearing diddle, 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 and it just gets louder and louder like a demon inside of my fucking imagination. Mm-hmm. And then it just like makes me think of Clown House where fucking Victor Salva fucking touched a little kid and it yeah. was like he got off easy. So. You guys
0: don't know what we're talking about. Do a little research about it and then you'll know exactly they who you are.
1: They know. They know. But.
0: Some might not.
1: The thing that was weird and um, terrible terror podcast actually mentioned this on our Twitter when we wrote when we posted about it. Uh, shout out little buddy.
0: We're doing a lot of shout outs. I don't give a shit podcast I, today. And I like we it. help
1: each other out, man. I like it. Uh, but terrible terror podcast. If you guys haven't checked them out or checked him out, I should say. You should check him out. He watches a lot of really bad movies, and he's really good at describing the entire movie and making fun of it if good he doesn't you, like man. it.
0: Good on you, man. Good
1: on you. Yeah, we're bad at it. It's all huh? so
0: hard for me. Yeah.
1: It's easy when we like it, right? It is easy
0: when you like it.
1: But he was like, isn't it a little weird that we haven't even seen a trailer for it and it's coming out in a month?
0: So, oh, uh, it's on point.
1: And I was like, yeah, that's a bad sign.
0: So on point. Like, that's that's fucking frightening.
1: I think it's not going to, it's probably not going to do as well as they did. And, and how many years it's been hung up? It's a while. They were going to do Cathedral and this other one, and then they rewrote a new script. And this one's supposed to be like taking place between the first and the second one or something like oh, that. What? Or And it's like, I, I can't remember the exact years, but Jeepers Creeper comes out every 29 years or something like that. And it's like, well, why the fuck would that? Be interesting if he does not alive. Right. Like even in the second one at the top, at the second in the second movie they have the fucking Jeepers Creepers guy up on the fucking wall, and he's like a fucking mummified piece of shit. Oh piece of shit.
0: (laughs) Piece of pickup shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, why why would I give a fuck about a dead dried up piece of fuck? You know what I mean? Like, what are you guys trying to do? So I have mixed Feelings about what it's going to be. I'll totally watch it for free. No problem. For free. I'm
0: not paying for that shit. Yeah, because I I feel bad. I
1: don't want to be Mr. Diddlefingers supporter. I
0: don't support (laughs) Diddlefingers.
1: But anyway, guys, what do you guys think? What are your thoughts on this? Let us know in all of our social media. Horror Amino, Horror Society Amino, anywhere that you can find us on SoundCloud. Oh, Big shout out, by the way, to Cast Crunch. We just started up. I've been talking to this guy named Dan on Cast Crunch. He's a super fucking cool guy. I think it's a guy. I hope I'm not being presumptuous. know Hi Dan. presumptuous.
0: Lady Dan, Man Dan, Dan whatever. Dan, Dan Lee, I think man. your name is. But We're he's been super
1: that. fucking cool. I've met a lot of really cool other podcasts who are on there. So big shout out if you're on castcrunch.com. Um, we greatly appreciate your support. And, and the people that work there, if you're on a podcast, check them out. Mm-hmm. Books it (laughs) but that's it for the news all right guys so we're going to be doing our full moon roulette
0: Oh, I, now I'm you me? say things now. Roulette, <laughs> is that what I'm
1: doing? <laughs> Roulette. <laughs> yeah, but guys, if you want to check this out, we'll explain how it works. We got a brand new toy for this segment.
0: You say things now. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I say things wrong. But hang in there, guys. We'll be right back. guys we're back and we're here to do some fucking full moon roulette roulette that's right we're going to be picking movies we've picked movies i should say (laughs) from our full moon direct catalog that you can get off at amazon.com and we are not sponsored by them but we're letting you know about it in case you want to check out full moon They got a lot of movies that you can uh, subscribe to. Or if you just don't even want to fucking deal with Amazon, you can actually just go straight to their website at Full Moon and pick up on the direct, Full Moon Direct. But uh, this last week, we got to pick, well, we spun. We
0: spun. We did our C and say, speak and spell.
1: Speak and spell, yeah. Fucking
0: ghetto-ass shenanigans of... Rouletism. We've upgraded. We've <laughs> we did upgraded, upgrade guys. Big time. It's excellent. Yeah, I love it. Christina, Thanks, Christina. Yeah, you're
1: amazing. She is the best fucking supporter of this show. Yes. Like, she comes up with so many great ideas. Um, but we'll explain what the new toy is at the end of this segment. But for now, last week when we spun, we picked Hideous, Hideous. from 1997. Yes. And we're going to go ahead and jump into that right now. Mm-hmm. So. The story of Hideous from 1997. (laughs) And this is weird because I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense. I never got the fact that this guy was part of this other thing. So here's what the story says via IMDb. A group of rival collectors of severely deformed freakish human beings and FBI agents that are investigating them must battle against some of their collections which aren't as dead As they seem.
0: Was he FBI?
1: Right. Did that guy not seem like a beat cop or some sort of
0: private investigator? That's
1: what I thought.
0: She hired his ass for $160 an hour. That's what I don't
1: understand about this shit.
0: They mentioned it about 100 million fucking times and he's like $160 an hour or whatever. That's a straight up private investigator. That's
1: what I don't understand. Doesn't make any sense.
0: Shenanigans. There's no fucking FBI involved in this shit.
1: That's what I, I was confused, and I tried to find any other fucking description, and that's what they put in there, so well, apparently Full Moon wants my, that.
0: That's what they maybe were trying to go for, but that's not what they did.
1: That guy seems like a fucking... A, He's like a private a, investigator. That's a yeah. PI. Yeah, it is. All day, every He doesn't day. even carry a gun. He do not give a fuck. Anyway, director is Charles Band, who is also the producer of... Full Moon, and he was also in Empire. He uh, ran Empire for quite a while. We've talked about him last Monday for our seed people, but this movie was written by Neil Marshall Stevens, who also goes by Brad Stevens, I think. But he wrote 13 Ghosts. Ah! sorry. (laughs) Hellraiser, Deader. He did four episodes of Monsters back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, He also wrote Head of the Family, Witch House, Totem, Curse of the Puppet Master, and he's also a director. He's actually done a couple of movies, two movies, and ones that I have not seen, but he is a director. So There
0: we go. He's done it.
1: The cast <laughs> is Michael Citriniti, who plays Dr. Lorca. He's been in Cemetery High, Galactic Gigolo, and Demonic Toys too, which was not so
0: great. Uh, no. It was really uh, no. bad.
1: Demonic Toys is so much better. So much better. Uh, also, Rhonda Griffin's in this, she plays Alvina Shaw. She's the secretary, and she's the stupidest fucking character fuck, I've fuck ever, ever seen.
0: Yeah, Ugh. she's a so fucking. It's irritating. funny
1: though. Like, no,
0: she's like she's absolute comedic relief. Mm-hmm. So I I understand her point and her role in this right. movie, but. I couldn't help the whole time, just be completely fucking aggravated with her.
1: She's really stupid.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, no one's that fucking dumb. That's I've met like, a lot of dumb fucking people, but nobody is that fucking stupid. Yeah,
1: that's stereotypical stupid.
0: That's a stereotypical blonde dumb, <laughs> and I'm like, no one's that
1: stupid. And she's actually been in a couple of movies. She Well, she was not in a lot of big ones, but one of the ones that she was in was called Creeps, which got changed to the name Deformed Monsters. She was okay in the movie. There was Mel Johnson Jr who played Napoleon Lazar, who I always remember in the original Total Recall mm-hmm. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was the guy with the weird fucked up alien arm cuz he was like a crossbreed on Mars mm-hmm. at what was it called? What was the name of the bar? I can't think of the name of the bar. <laughs> God damn it. But he was in other fe- a few other TV shows like The Monsters Today, which is like a reboot of The Monsters in 1991. But it was pretty bad, I guess, because I don't remember anything about it. Also, Jacqueline Lovo, she plays Sheila. She was in Lolita 2000, Femalian, Head of the Family. She's also directed a few things, too. A couple episodes of a TV show, apparently. It was a very independent. It was like four episodes of it.
0: I just know that girl is a straight up Skinamax actress.
1: Oh, she is. (laughs) All day. (laughs) did, Did you know that she was actually 1995's number one nude model?
0: I believe it. you yeah. see them titties, though?
1: Yeah, she's got the natural 80s titties. they good titties. <laughs> are
0: good 80s titties, or 1997 titties.
1: But yeah, guys, if, <laughs> if you're looking for some porn star action, she's actually done straight up porn, mm-hmm. but a lot of what she's done is kind of like a Skinamax, what they used to call back in the 90s, Skinamax, which is like intended sex scenes. Yeah. They're not real sex scenes. It's or implied. Just, yeah, it's implied. But she does almost everything in movies, too. She's done, like, set decoration, like, everything. What do you think? Hmm. First, you said you liked this, so... I
0: did. I I actually... I enjoyed this movie a lot more than Seed People, which we did last week. Um, to Blasphemous. Me, yeah, I don't think I'm blasphemous. I feel like the story was a little bit more easy to follow this time around. Um, it was pretty much straight to the point and just kind of, like... I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, branching outward creativity for the story. Like
1: flowed better though
0: it did flow better and it kept my interest from start to finish okay. like, there were some parts where i went a little bit like oh come on you know <laughs> but it was a lot better for me than seed people because seed people was like way over here fair most enough of the time however the entire time i couldn't help but thinking as i watched this movie that this was straight up written to be a fucking porn yeah and I feel like it would have been better if it was a porn. And they like kind of went that route a little bit with a, with some of the scenes that they did and some of <laughs> yeah. the imagery that they did. And I felt like they chicken shitted like chicken it out a bit and like didn't just fucking go for it. And I feel like this movie would have been a million times more interesting if they just would have made it a straight up porn, whether it was porn or like a Skinamax intended porn. Intended so it was so intended. And I mean it it was if you actually if you've watched porn, which most of you have <laughs> or even just, like, a Skinamax For all porno. our Christian
1: listeners, go check it out.
0: This is so written to be a porn.
1: Hmm?
0: Abs- everything about it. Like, first of all, this bitch is sitting on the fucking table the entire time. Like, And I love the little quote, like, little quip he has at the end of, like, I don't have any tables for you to sit on or whatever. Like, <laughs> cracks me the fuck up. But... I mean, that's a porn. She's well, wearing this stupid fucking, like, vest the yeah. entire time that barely covers her nipples. And then when she hijacks this dude, she's naked, w- except for, like, hot pants.
1: And a gorilla mask. And a gun mask.
0: and a gorilla mask. And I'm like, this is a fucking porno. Like, just <laughs> let it be a fucking porno. Yeah, like, it's like they cut so out all the good parts. They did. They cut out all the sex. And it's like, if, if they would have just, like, let them fuck, it would have been so much better. I, no, no, I'll no, be I,
1: honest, like, I really thought, what's his name? Um, Napoleon Lazar <laughs> was going to get down with the fucking gorilla mask girl for a second. So did
0: I. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, this whole time, it just leads up into this, like, they're going to fuck in the woods while he's handcuffed to a tree and she's wearing a gorilla mask with hot pants in the snow. Like, and they don't do it. And I'm like, they should have just fucked. Like, it would have been more, it would have been so much better.
1: <laughs> it should have started out with a blowjob because it seemed like that It always kinda,
0: needs to start out with a blowjob. Well, job.
1: it's that old style, you know? It like, always starts
0: out with a blowjob. Does it? Like, in every, like, SkinnyMax movie, it mostly always starts out with a blowjob or some girl-on-girl shit. I've seen... Like, I've every seen time.
1: It, like, any porn that I've seen recently, and I really honestly don't watch... I the, love porn, <laughs> like, so. any. But, like, it's... Like, now they go down on the girl first.
0: Sometimes. Maybe we've got it was a, like kind of switched it up in the recent,
1: yeah, recent maybe.
0: age. But back in sorry, like,
1: I haven't kept up with my porn. Back lately.
0: in the nineties, Alex, <laughs> like when this was made, oh, it was all dick it would have been straight up dick sucking yeah, and very true. minimal lady sucking. Yeah.
1: So, well, this could have been on the cusp of the. Uh, it would have been
0: equally shared.
1: The, the uh, vagina licking. Revolution. It would have been
0: it would've been (laughs) equally shared fucking DJ joystick sucking and DJ diddling. So it would have been like in that equal share moment, but it would have started out with the DJ dick sucking maybe they just the 69 and we'll call it even that's fine okay i don't care they should have fucked is my point they should have fucked the entire time off and on it would have been so much better equality 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 for all <laughs> not just dicks dick sucking i need quit sucking too <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> fucking great
1: do you have anything else to add to that
0: I had fun with this movie. Okay. Plain and simple. I just, I had fun watching it. I I liked, I really loved the creatures Mm -hmm. and the little puppets. Like they were, they had, one of them totally looked like a Pokemon (laughs) to me the whole time. They all kind of reminded
1: me of something. The
0: whole time, the one in particular, like the, um, kind of like porcupine.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, That looked
0: straight up like a combination of like eight Pokemon. And it cracked me the fuck up. But I just I liked it. Like they were fun. They were kinda cute. But they were creepy cute. But I mean, as a avid spec like what specimen collector that I am Mm-hmm. Like this movie probably piqued my interest a little more than it did yours because I collect a lot of weird shit like Fair that. Fair enough. And so I was like, "Oh, this is totally cool! Like, it's two avid fucking collectors like going at each other, and this is super fun. Like, <laughs> it was a cool concept that I hadn't seen done, and so for, it was interesting to me, and okay. I, I liked it. It was kind of an it was a original kind of idea."
1: Okay. It well, wasn't
0: executed all that well. It should have been a fucking porn, but it was still pretty good. I
1: I feel it's... Well, it's a movie. <laughs> it's definitely a movie, guys. It's definitely a movie. <laughs> uh, it's essentially, in my opinion, just a movie about deformed, resurrected babies. Pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> Seemingly, they seem nice at first until they get pissed And then the creatures start to kill in weird ways. Sort of. Not like by their own hand, by like traps and shit.
0: Trickery. Yeah. Straight up trickery. Tomfoolery.
1: But they're like really kind of slimy and kind of interesting and cool, like the I thought the character design was really interesting. They were all very unique.
0: The puppetry is fantastic. Sure. Like, it's it's really, really great. And, like, when you when you look at it and you kind of break it down individually by each character, it's really cool to see the different aspects and the different elements that they added to each individual creature or sure. baby or human, whatever the fuck they're trying to do with this shit. Like, it's they really cool. They were all cool. different enough. And they were very consistent sure. in, in how they portrayed them. To be and I don't know it was really it was really really cool they were kind of human esque yet creature esque but they still had this personality behind them right that you could actually relate to these little creatures
1: I feel like I kind of wish they were just like ravenous like beasts like instead of these like
0: babies I I absolutely agree with that actually like I I felt like they could have been a lot more cold blooded and they could have been a lot more um you know evil
1: yeah it felt like like the whole reason that they were like nice was just so that they could these actors could piss out some like shitty piss water uh dialogue right. in my opinion like
0: no you're not wrong <laughs> you're not i mean wrong.
1: i thought it was funny i mean i liked how the the leader of the head the like head odd deformity core sort of creature that they find this two-headed baby golden gem this like needle in a haystack fucking deformity uh i like how he kind of like whispers to the bunch he's like Mm -hmm. and i was like kind of creepy like i that's
0: exactly what he said
1: (laughs) yeah what i said if you guys don't know weird deformed head baby resurrected things I said, "Hey, man, what's up? I really like this movie, and I think you should watch it too." But I just wanted to <laughs> translate that for you guys and dead baby resurrected deformed baby thing.
0: I had uh, I, <laughs> I had so much fun with this. I don't know
1: the the secretary. In my opinion, was like painfully stupid. Yes, but it's painfully stupid in a, a kind of funny way. Like you expect it. It's like kind of. It's nothing new. She was
0: needed. She was a
1: very big trope. She like, was needed. I think like, so. She kind of was. And like some like, of the best humor what? was making fun of her.
0: Why are you always yelling at me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't. Like she just. I don't know. She was kind of necessary at that point. She was a little bit of a reprieve that everyone needed because, like, everybody else had their had very strong personas about them in their own ways.
1: Yeah, they had a good character, but they
0: were all strong independent characters whereas she was just this she's straight-up comedic relief
1: right well they all kind of are they only
0: they all (laughs) kind of are but she that was her sole purpose her and then like the fbi or i take that back he's not fbi the pi that's what i'm saying the fucking pi that they hired or she hired belinda hired or whatever like he was Kind of comedic relief in a way too, but it was more so the secretary. Like,
1: and to give you guys kind of an idea of how the story goes, the the movie opens up to a bunch of sewage guys working who are, essentially have like netting sticks where they clean the drainage out, and every now and then they'll find some weird fleshy oddity, and then that guy takes it to this other character, this other actor who is this character in the movie who sells this to rich like collectors of deformities and both of them are fighting over this needle in a haystack deformity and this needle in a haystack deformity has the power to resurrect other deformities and so ensues weird baby slimy resurrected baby weird de- little kills. tentacles yeah
0: to like <laughs> and then like bring all the puppet master babies to life it was
1: it's like I only remember the three. I remember the big head one. Oh, no, that's right. Four. There's the one that has the head in his chest. He's got like the... the teeth.
0: He has the human teeth. Does he? The, there's the one that has the human teeth. He has the no neck. It's just no a neck. chest. Yeah. He yeah. looks kind of like Crumb from um, Our Real Monsters.
1: Or from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes. Sort of thing? Yes. But like cool... show. Oh, no, you, you're you right.
0: He looks like Crum.
1: Is that the red-haired fucking cartoon character from Bugs Bunny
0: Yosemite Sam
1: no there was like this <laughs> monster that was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know I what know I'm talking, what you're talking about? about
0: yeah kind of exactly looks like that about. but like exactly fleshy right no he's just like a super fleshy like he, he just got the two little beady eyes and then he had the human bottom row
1: of teeth teeth
0: so there's that one there's, then there's the one the that looks porcupine. like porcupine looks like eight Pokemon joined together right and then there's Sonic the, the
1: Dredgehog Sonic
0: the Dredgehog it's perfect <laughs> And then there's the little, um, he looks like a fucking, the Stretch strong Armstrong. Man. He looks like a Stretch Armstrong doll.
1: Kinda. Like a Strongman Stretch Armstrong. Yeah,
0: but like a derpy Strongman Stretch right. Armstrong. But like, he's the most human. Right. Like, out of the four. And then there's the leader, which is like the two-headed.
1: He's just a big head.
0: He's a, No, he's a two-headed baby. He's, is it two heads? Yes. He has one on top and one on the bottom. He's got four eyes. Okay. Okay. And he's kind of like the two-headed Siamese twin where they're conjoined by the skull. Okay. And one's on top. It's kind
1: of hard to see these things, by the way, guys, because they have so many close-up shots on them. But
0: they're all in, like, deep fucking shadow, and it pisses me off because it's, like, they're fun puppets, and they did the full-on puppetry for it, and they made these characters, and they keep showing them in shadow most Mm -hmm. of the time, and it pisses me off.
1: I thought, I don't know, like, the story is pretty...
0: It's basic as fuck.
1: Yeah, it's really basic. But it's like, it's almost like, how do we finish this movie?
0: No, they struggled. I'm
1: sorry. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying, like, I don't know.
0: You're not wrong. They, they reached for a lot of fucking straws.
1: With this film, like don't get me wrong, the
0: story is fucking like starts out kind of original, kind of cool, a little bit different, but they're they're grabbing at straws. Well, it's not the worst
1: movie I've ever seen.
0: Oh fuck no! For
1: creatures, little creatures and things like that, I definitely don't think it's the worst movie I've ever seen. No, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a
0: lot of fun watching it, and to me, it was it was a whole lot more interesting than the rolling fucking shit down the hill that was Seed People. So.
1: I still like that movie, man. Sea People
0: is fun in its own right. Don't shit on my Sea People. I'm going to shit all over your fucking Sea People (laughs) all day long.
1: Uh, do you have um, any closing thoughts on the uh, matter that you can say? Not, not, not disclosing your favorite scenes or anything, but just overall, maybe maybe something, some criticisms that you feel like they could have done better. Maybe
0: I, it's kind of been already stated in the fact of what I think they could have done better if they would have yeah. just made this into a straight up fucking. I foreign. think it would
1: have more. You know, I think would but... have really benefited the storyline is if they had someone that wasn't eight years old writing it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally being a dick. (laughs) No, I I still think it's a fun movie. It's
0: fun as fuck. Like, watch it.
1: If you're just looking for straight up cheese and you just want to see something you haven't seen, there is some actual comic beat. And like there's some funny comic moments to be honest out of all the characters that i saw the only one that i actually really liked i still thought was annoying was the fucking uh, the the private investigator the pi yeah like and he's actually the hero which you would have never guessed
0: oh i saw that ending from the fucking beginning really i i felt like they led up to that well
1: he's kind of the like like what the fuck is going on point out the obvious kind of like the only one that's kind of has a clue
0: Right. He's the only one that makes any sense and understands. And he's the most relatable. Yeah. He's just like, he's
1: just like, how do we get out of this situation? Yeah,
0: it was. I don't know. It was fun. He was he was the most intelligent.
1: One thing that I really didn't like about this movie is how it ended. And I'm not going to describe the ending yet, but it just kind of ends like abruptly. Like, oh, it was that easy.
0: Well, they're, they're trying to end it on a cliffhanger esque to maybe lead into the fact that there's going to be more than
1: one let's get into our favorite scenes and then we'll break down the end
0: give me your favorite scene first
1: uh i have a couple that i wrote down i wouldn't say (laughs) that they're my favorite but one of my one of the parts that i actually had a laugh like uh, like a genuine laugh is the main guy dr Lorca. he's kind of like Mm -hmm. it's basically everybody's trapped in his castle because he invites everybody over to there, the, the the dealer who sells the deformity, the guy who bought the deformity illegally through her and he was supposed to get it, and like this P. I. guy and this other girl and the all this other shit. But it's his house. And he's, like, explaining to them, because they're, like, trying to talk to him like he's a piece of shit for how he is. And he's like, hey, you know what? I'm just a guy that likes to collect weird deformities, just like this other guy, Lazarus, also likes to, you know, collect this. She, the dealer, is in for it for the money. And he's like, and Mrs. Shaw, the secretary, she's, you know, she's in it maybe for bingo. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what? What? He's like he's being sarcastic, and she's like, "That's not nice." Like that that part kind of made me laugh. Just she's into bingo because she is kind of airheady. She's super airheady. She's stupid.
0: A fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> uh, what about you?
0: I really like the scene where the stretch Armstrong creature or whatever like sucks on the chick's nipple.
1: Oh yes, that was another one of it- mine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so uncomfortable suckling. like you're so fucking uncomfortable the whole time but then like you're also like this is great this is so great right yeah this is so great Like, yeah it's really it,
1: uncomfortable and weird she's like passed out weird, on the bed
0: she's, but she's like she's a fucking deep sleeper man like <laughs> She's a deep-ass sleeper. Like, I don't know. Like, as soon as someone starts sucking on my fucking nipple, I'm going to wake the fuck up. Like, I'm going to
1: be like, what is going and on? And I'm a
0: deep fucking sleeper. But if I feel a fucking tongue on my nipple, I'm, I'm awake.
1: Right. The little strong man's stretch Armstrong creature is sucking on her nip. Oh,
0: and he's sucking on that nip for a long time. It's not just like a s- little tiny suckle. It's just like all fucking night long. He's just <laughs> going and going and going and going. And I'm like,
1: Bitch. Wait the fuck up. Well, you know what I liked about her, though? Like, when that scene happened, though, is, like, she freaked out and panicked. And then starts to run to... Okay, like, this is... Let me just paint the picture for you guys, okay? So she runs down a hall. There's nowhere to go but left or right. But she decides to run straight forward where it's a second story. And there's no stairs there. But she trips over a wire that happens to be right at the ledge.
0: No, she runs upstairs. Does she? Yes. She runs up the fucking stairs instead of like going out around wherever the fuck she needs to go. She runs up the fucking stairs and then she ends up in that spot. And then she runs straight where there's this, like, empty fucking void. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where she, was, like, on the she, second like floor. trips on the fucking wire.
1: Yeah, and they, like, you. they so show the little stupid. creatures, like, setting up a wire. And then you show them setting, like, glass down. You don't even know what they're doing at first until, No, because like, it,
0: it was, like, 20, 30 minutes prior to that scene. Yeah, it
1: was pretty long. It was
0: a weird setup because you're like, what the fuck are they even doing?
1: Right. And then she trips over it, and she falls onto these broken glass and she dies. So it's pretty stupid. Well, she
0: falls like two stories onto this broken glass,
1: right? It and was... it's a
0: stone castle. Like she's gonna fucking die. And
1: then the little, little strong man, Stretch Armstrong, character is all crying. He's all
0: sad. He's like, I sucked he on your nip. Loved her nipple. You had
1: sweet succulent that nips. That was a
0: great honey flavored nip.
1: <laughs> one of my other ones that i thought was kind of funny um was the knocking scene where the creatures Mm. were like knocking to talk to them because like at one point in the movie there's all these other people who are locked in the room the guy who owns the house and his his assistant who's this naked chick with a vest on pretty much. They lock all these people in a room and they hear these like creatures out there and they knock on the door and he's like, who's out there? He was like, knock twice if you hear me. And it's like, knock, knock. And they do it 20 times. Every question they ask them and they don't understand why they're not able to speak, but they just keep knocking. And then when they open the door, they see all these like freaks and they all panic except for the one guy who's the collector and he's like, I'll pay you a million dollars if you help me collect it. And she's like, I'll do it. For two million.
0: Well, the the blonde girl is the first one to say that she'll do it. Right. And then Belinda Yost, which is like the seller right. of all the shit, she's like, I'll do it for two million.
1: Two million. She's
0: getting a million. Like, I'm at least worth two or he's whatever like, the fuck her done. rationale is. Like, done. <laughs> like, he's like so into it. And I'm just like, what the
1: fuck? And these creatures are like really kind and gentle to them at this point in <laughs> two time. Two seconds
0: later, oh, my ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they try to, like, wrap a rug around it, and then they oh. get all violent. They yeah. get all pissed. Like, fuck you, mom. The creatures were, like, all
0: super, they're they're into it. They're going to work with them. They're going to help them. They'll help right. them. I scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of situation. And then, like, they try to wrap a fucking aerial rug about around them to, like, kidnap them or whatever. And they're talking about millions upon millions of dollars. And then... <laughs> fucking porcupine is all pfft. nope yeah oh <laughs> like,
1: yeah that's right oh
0: my ass and i'm like oh Jesus. that's right
1: she the fucking uh the blonde secretary chick Mm-mm. falls on it right no
0: it's belinda yost the seller oh
1: you're right because he's pulling the point
0: the point. he's pulling them out of her ass yeah like, later on and the yeah. other she collector. doesn't wear any underwear so yeah they have like the a secretary is so beautifully pointed out she doesn't wear any panties <laughs> She fucks random men on her fucking in her office on her desk, and she doesn't wear any panties. that's <laughs> like, my kind of lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it.
1: <laughs> Do you have another scene
0: i I like i thoroughly I'll be honest, like I kind of enjoyed this movie from start to finish, really um but my my favorite scene was the one I already talked about, okay, so it was it was cool, it was fun, I liked it.
1: Now we can get into the end scene because there's like a scene that is kind of so stupid. It's kind of interesting. It's like the two collectors have a sword fight.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) And then the agent comes in and drops them both into (laughs) the the pit of of acid. acid. (laughs) There's a pit of fucking acid. Like, what? What? So they fall in, but the the guy who owns the house is like, she's trying to save him for some reason, even though she's the reason that they fell through. And then she's like trying to help him, and then the creature somehow stabs him. Makes no sense why the creature's in there, how it stabs him. It stabs him in the leg, and then the motherfucker falls into the acid, and then... She sees all the creatures coming and she's like come to mama do you want some milk or she what do you She tries want?
0: to trick them yeah with something that she throws into the into the pit of acid or whatever and then like they don't come at it right away so then she wraps this blanket rug or towel or what the fuck ever like around them and pulls them all into this fucking pit
1: well she seduces them as a motherly figure she does yeah she
0: absolutely does and then she but she tries to get them with whatever she throws into it
1: but it's so blatantly fucking... It's weird. It's, it's like, all of a sudden, it's just like, it's like, come to mama. Come, come, do you want some milk Here's or whatever the fuck? Here's my
0: 1980s yeah. nipples. Here's my, <laughs> come
1: see mama. Come give some love. Yeah. And then she just sweeps him in and it's the end of the movie. And then they like, the only people that are surviving is the fucking private investigator who has like a New York accent. And her. And her. And she's like, well, I guess I'm going to be putting my name in the fucking wanna ads now and she was like unless you have somebody that wants a job I've been known to get rather close to my employers and then he's like oh really alright and they drive off (laughs) that's it
0: no but they're in the creatures in the trunk
1: oh I didn't see that the
0: creatures are in the fucking trunk that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how it leads into the fact that you think it's going to be a sequel or they're going to do something with did I with miss it. that? I don't know. But apparently when, as they keep driving down the fucking road, they show the creature with the two heads and at least one of the other ones. I'm pretty sure all four of them are there because they show the ladder that they built that's on the inside that's of like right. the pit. I do that remember that. they supposedly they get dropped into, right? But at the end, I don't remember if they show all yeah, of the creatures. Yeah, it was all pencils they and show twine. Pencils and twine, yeah. right. I don't remember them specifically showing all of the creatures, but I remember the two-headed baby one, which was the one they pulled out in the beginning of the movie. And then another one of them in particular, for sure there's at least two of them in the trunk of the car. Okay. And they show that shit. Sequel. And then you're like, oh my God, they're going to keep fucking going. <laughs> <laughs> and... That's that's how it ends,
1: and it never did keep going, guys. No, just so you know,
0: if they made any sequels, they fell super fucking far under the radar. Yeah, I haven't seen shit about it. I don't think it. there was
1: enough that really happened. I think the whole love interest thing, where mama, baba, just, just baby, the fuck out. Like, yeah, it just, I think it just killed that, it.
0: That flame burned out. Like I real think they, quick. if
1: these creatures would have been like violent, like attacking creatures, then this movie would have been like ten times more interesting.
0: I agree. To that extent, like I, I wanted them to be more violent and more vicious and more evil, and they kind of were just like fighting back in a way instead right. of fighting for themselves. And so I was like, Meh.
1: Yeah, it was,
0: but it was still fun. I don't care. I had fun with this movie. I mean, I
1: enjoy them. I, mean, I mean, it's a full moon movie, so you kind of yeah. know that you're going to expect some, <laughs> some bit of cheese, some bit, <laughs> yeah, like, but I still think it's more of like a three or a four for me. Whereas C People was like a five. <sighs>
0: Sorry. This yeah. one to me is like a five and C People is like a three. <laughs> you said
1: 3.5. Damn it.
0: I did not say 3.5. Yeah, you did. Did I, I really? Said four. Did I say 3.5? I
1: said four and I was like, we have to go halfway. So it's like a 3.75. No,
0: fuck off. Then I'm giving this movie a six.
1: Okay. You re- you would watch it again? I sure? would watch it
0: again. It was fun. Okay. It was fun. The whole well, time I'm going be like, bow, tickle, bow, bow, like, in the background. <laughs> However, Just I... Just rub one of those
1: greasy babies. I'm gonna a big old greasy
0: baby Yeah, I'm, rub it on your jum diddly my umptious <laughs> But I, I had more fun with this film than okay. Sea People. Like, sea People was really, really fucking difficult for me to sit it through. It is a little
1: disjointed. I will give it that.
0: It's all over the place. Yeah. At least this movie from start to finish told the same kind of consistent story right so it was a lot easier to follow for people that have a little bit of a fucking touch of ad or ADHD or whatever
1: i think i wanted but, i expected more well I had, I had seen was, it before too though i was about see people
0: though i was super fucking stoked about seeing people and then we get into it and i'm like this is so boring
1: well and that's what we're gonna have to figure out right now for next week although i think it's is just patrick next week on monday for the full moon patrick's
0: gonna do it yeah Next but
1: week. Brittany will be here I'm for it. The, f- the flesh and potatoes, so...
0: I'm spinning the wheel. So,
1: guys, like we said earlier on, we did come up with a... Christina found it's a so cute. awesome toy that has eight slots on it, and it's kind of like a Magic 8-Ball with, like, a skull, and you push a button. It's pretty much a Halloween toy, just for fun. Do you want to do the honors? I do. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and spin for the next Full Moon Roulette right now with the brand new toy. Thank you, Christina.
0: What's the question?
1: Uh, Am I going to be a winner? Others can't
0: help
1: you now. So I do it myself. All right, I get it. Number
0: five.
1: Well, it looks like we're going to be watching... You ready for this? I'm ready. Bad Channels.
0: Bad Channels! Woo!
1: <laughs> so guys, we will be watching Bad well, Channels. You and Patrick. Yeah, me we'll, and Patrick will be we'll watching watch Bad Channels. It's, I'm
0: sure I'll watch it too.
1: You should watch it. I'm going to. You should. I want to hear your opinion about it at least.
0: I'll watch it.
1: Patrick's going to be coming over like ultra early uh, while Brittany's at work so that we can record the first part. So he's going to be coming over and then we're going to do Bad Channels. And then after that, we're going to be talking about, we don't even know what we're talking about yet.
0: We don't. We haven't picked our movies.
1: We haven't picked our movies. So it's going to be movies from the 90s. I don't know what yet, but we'll find out. But yeah, man, it was an awesome episode, man. Yeah, we had a, this is a good episode.
0: You're a good I episode. I feel it.
1: But yeah, guys, so Thursday we will be back for you. Uh, we're going to be talking about a couple of d- new movies here for this week. Now, the Full Moon Roulette will be on Monday, obviously, so please do check back for that. But this Thursday, we're going to be talking about two fucking amazing movies, guys. What are we,
0: what are we calling this episode? Oh, God.
1: Yeah. We're what? calling
0: it... What in the Sam Neill?
1: (laughs) So we did Wrecker Howard last week, so we figured since we're watching two movies with Sam Neill in it, we might as well call it What in the Sam Neill? What
0: in the Sam Neill?
1: Question mark. We're going to be watching Event Horizon and In the Mouth of Badness, two 90s movies that I would not feel okay with missing on. Our first runaround for the 90s month. You well, know what I mean?
0: It's kind of perfect because it's one of your favorite movies and, it's, and one of my favorite movies. Right.
1: And Event Horizon came out this year at this time on August the 15th, uh, August 1997. 15th, 1997. Yeah. So well, it's
0: officially 20 years old.
1: Uh, Will it be 97? 20, 20 years, years old. old. You're right. Well, I have to think it 87.
0: August 15th, 1997. It is officially. August 15th, 1997. It's officially 20 years old.
1: Nice. Well, congratulations to Event Horizon Woo-hoo! for tantalizing my taint and T- licking my <laughs> licking my love spots <laughs> mentally.
0: Men- is it mentally?
1: I don't know. I'm just or, speaking off the top of my head. I'm okay. drunk, right? Fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, tune back on Thursday this Thursday for that episode of What in the Sam Neil? What
0: in the Sam Neil?
1: But we'll see you guys then Stay Weird Monsters You have been listening to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast Tune in this Thursday for part Sam Neal.